Hello, preceptors and podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of Preceptor Practice, the CE Impact podcast dedicated to preceptors and their unique role in pharmacy education. Pharmacy students change and evolve immensely from the moment they walk into pharmacy school to the moment they graduate. At each step along the way, their educational needs change as well. And of course, each student is uniquely different regardless of where they are on their pharmacy school journey. As a preceptor, you must meet each of them where they are. Today, I'm happy to welcome Hui Huang, an assistant professor and member of the experiential education team at Pacific University. He is joined by Joseph Tran, a lead pharmacist consultant with Geneva Woods Pharmacy in Anchorage, Alaska, and also a preceptor. These two share a wealth of insight for preceptors who work with introductory learners. Listen in for an engaging discussion on the associated challenges and opportunities, and equip yourself with actionable strategies that will help you meet students where they are on their educational journey. Hi, everyone. It is so good to be here. My name is Hui Huang. I'm an assistant professor at Pacific University. I uh, came into this role focusing a lot on preceptor development with all of our outstanding preceptors. And I am happy to have one of our Precept of the Year recipients on the call today. Thank you, Dr. Tran, for being here with us. I'm so excited to have you on this podcast series with us, and I can't wait for our listeners to hear from you. This is also my first time on the podcast, so thank you again for C Impact for giving me this opportunity to chat with one of my good dear friends, Dr. Tran. Uh, so Dr. Tran, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yes, yes. Good morning, Dr. Huang. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast here. Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Joe Tran. I'm a 2013 pharmacy, Washington State University uh, College of Pharmacy alumni, go Cougs. I started a pharmacy in 2013 at a long-term care pharmacy called Geneva Woods, where I became a pharmacy preceptor in 2014 and have been an active preceptor ever since, and I enjoy uh, every minute of it. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Dr. Tran, for being here. So our topic today is teaching introductory learners. I know it's a, it's a big topic right now for a lot of our preceptors, and we just kind of want to dive into your, uh, your thoughts on how to, you know, how you navigate this. So I'm just going to start off the bat with the first question. You know, why is precepting an introductory learner, um, either the first IPI or the first API or first residency rotation, why is that so important? Yeah, I think it's very, very important that, you know, every student learner's first IPPE, it's almost an immediate callus for getting the student motivated to grow personally and interprofessionally. I still remember back in 2013, my first clinical IPPE was a huge wake-up call for me. Interning at my local pharmacy uh, hospital here in Vancouver, Washington, at the time, I really didn't have the skills to understand the professional culture of uh, being at a hospital. I mean, I've volunteered previously in you know, high school and things like that, but to now be a pharmacy intern. In school, I was always very confident, had very extroverted type of personality, uh, but sometimes in the professional setting, it doesn't translate one for one. Uh, and it's important for students to hone in and develop these skills as a student learner to practice more uh, what I think is humility and grace. The initial perspective of the student should always be, you know, I am grateful to be here with you and work with your team. I wish to learn and experience lots on this rotation, but also I too desire to contribute to the productivity and success of this team over the course of 
the rotation. And that's, that doesn't mean just necessarily being, you know, in, integrated in a workflow, but how can I positively impact each and every coworker uh, here at the pharmacy? When new students such as myself during my first rotation, I feel like you two can also be a strong contributor to the team. And I think this will open more opportunities for both the preceptor and the student. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. I love how you talked about that, and especially being grateful and having an impact on the team, right? But as we all know, sometimes that <laughs> doesn't always happen the way we hope for, right? So um, I guess that kind of leads to my next question. Like, what challenges does that pose on you as a preceptor uh, that you face when you're precepting learners and not just uh, in, not just like in various stages of education at the same time, right? When you have more than one learner, say you have two interns and one and Ippy and one's an Appy. And how do you uh, approach that? What kind of the challenges do you face and what do you do in that situation? Yeah, I think that's a good question. And at our site, um, we have uh, seven or eight pharmacists working at one time. So we have a pretty big site and we typically get two, sometimes three students at one time. And it's a constant challenge for me to try and figure out each student learner, their learning abilities, and I think most importantly, the personalities. Uh, so I think that a good preceptor should possess the trait of adapting to these student learners in different stages of education, similarly to the way you adapt to varying personalities of each student learner. I've seen a huge array of personalities and, and learning abilities for each student. Um, I've had overzealous students who are very eager to just boom, boom, answer questions to the very timid student that I can see heart just sinks every time that phone rings and they're like, oh, it's the doctor calling. How am I going to deal with this situation? Because, you know, they're still lacking the confidence and the knowledge uh, for that. Uh, I think it's important for preceptors to recognize this immediately and draw a plan of how to maximize the learning abilities for both students or, or the three students. Uh, moreover, it's always good to remember to guide the student and not put them in positions where they can feel embarrassed or in a position where they can lose the motivation to answer a question and succeed. In my particular rotation site, for example, I, I love when the student becomes teacher and have the P2 student guide the P1 student while I help facilitate the discussion. And this really puts confidence in that P2 student. There's a certain situation as well where we had the P1 actually say, oh, I remember this brand, you know, it starts with an I, V, and like, oh, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. So it, it goes both ways. Exercises at my site, such as doing like chart reviews, going over brand, generic, max dose, min dose, mechanisms of action, and drug-drug interactions have been a big favorite among uh, student leaders. And I feel like this is just a goldmine for learning opportunities, not just clinical knowledge, but the way that the students collaborate with each other. So that's where you get your intercollaborative communication. Mm -hmm. um, just the ability for them to have that active discussion and throw out questions without the thought of judgment. Uh, mm -hmm. It really instills confidence. I've noticed in the student learners to take a stab in the air, even if they're wrong, these discussions help guide their mental pharmacy journey. As I'm going through these exercises, you know, I too love that I can see the gears in the student's head and, you know, mm -hmm. neurons firing in the brain, just connecting these concepts and ideas from the classroom now applied onto their pharmacy practice. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That's gold right there. I mean, we talk <laughs> about motivation and confidence and because, you know, when you have those first learners, they feel timid and, and kind of oftentimes scared to speak up. Right. And then, so when you're kind of relating to them in a way that makes them build up their confidence. It just makes it a better experience for them and you, right? So, and then you talked about that top-down approach, which I really liked when you have multiple learners. And then, so when students can be able to relate to some of their peers, it, it makes it a bit more comfortable setting for them, right? And uh, so I've, I've seen that, that kind of pyramid schematic learning a lot. So I'm happy you're doing that. So I want to go back to my early question when you talked about, so 
uh, some, of the, some of the challenges. Talk, talk to me some about the challenges that you face uh, when precepting. Are there any challenges when you're dealing with a lot of uh, various learners that you face? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I feel like every student has their own challenge in their own way. May it be a learning gap or personality gap. And, you know, I feel like with my rotations, I really took those experiences and I've shed a lot of light onto my students. May it be, you know, while they're presenting a journal club article and um, they're using a lot of and, uh, 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 you know, or even as simple as, you know, having a phone call and how to introduce yourself over the phone in a professional manner, not just Geneva Woods, what's up, which I've had. <laughs> it's all across the board. And I think as the preceptor, you have to find where the comfort zone is with the student and, you know, just not go overboard with that, but have a level of Know, know where that comfort zone is and, and just play with that a little bit to where the student isn't really embarrassed or bashed about what they just did, but they could use that opportunity as a preceptor to learn uh, what they could do differently uh, from the next following phone call or the next situation. And I think as the preceptor, when they know that you're advocating for them and mm -hmm. not they're not just here to earn a letter grade, mm -hmm. it really takes learning to the next level. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I still keep in touch with a lot of my students today. And I think it's very important to have in any preceptor site. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. You talked a lot about great strategies that preceptors can use, especially when you're thinking about just trying to tailor some of your experiences, right, for these learners. And especially during this past year during the pandemic, when everyone was on virtual and now they're slowly coming back, right? How do we tailor to that mindset when a lot of these students are just kind of stepping out of that one year virtual experience and finally stepping foot back in in such a such a long time absolutely i agree with a lot of what you uh points you've said the last question i have is just are there any other best practice recommendations for precepting specifically introductory learners that you have that you want to pass on to our listeners yeah yeah so for me, at the end of the day, students are at the rotation to experience what your practice has to offer. Mm -hmm. So this is a great opportunity to showcase uh, what you as a preceptor have practiced day in and day out at your site. So there must be some reason why you continue to be there and contribute to the profession, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I thoroughly enjoy the clinical challenges working directly with nursing facilities and answering the questions that they bring to the table. At the same time, I feel that my abilities to listen and understand a client's concern is pretty instrumental in the long-term care setting. So in order to be successful at precepting introductory learners, I feel that it's pretty essential for that preceptor to show a lot of enthusiasm, excitement, motivation towards that student. Once they sense that fire and drive, to, to me, I really notice that it does rub off on them. And they too can also be an agent of change. It makes learning so much easier when a student can see that you're excited to genuinely help them and learn and experience that pharmacy setting. I've had students write thank you cards after a few years. And you know, they said, because of me, I've sparked that student's passion to be a long-term care pharmacist. You know, to me, there's really no greater satisfaction uh, in my role than to hear my students come back full circle and be successful from like the small six-week window that I had with them. You know, so, you know, I too see myself continuously learning and adapting to the new age of students that we have coming into the, the pharmacy profession. I myself, I feel like I need to continue to adapt and listen to the language and, you know, identify uh, my own communication gaps with the students and how I too can strive to connect uh, with each and every one of them. I think if all preceptors had this idea, it makes precepting so much easier and the success of the student and preceptor can be heightened dramatically through mm -hmm. this. 
I think it's obvious to feel your sense of genuine interest in teaching with in teaching students. And I think that's probably why students time and time again always ask to come to you as their preceptor at your rotation. Um, it just starts with that genuine interest in teaching. And then I think our learners, um, when they feel and they sense that, uh, it just adds that extra level of comfort for them to thrive. So yes, thank you again. I believe that's all the time we have. So uh, thank you again, Dr. Tran, for being on and instilling your wisdom to us. And I uh, just appreciate you being on the call. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. It's I'm always very excited to share about you know my realm of pharmacy, uh, not just with students, but uh, with people such as yourself and uh, this podcast. So thank you so much for having me. Got it, thank you. Hey, listeners, want to learn more on today's topic? As always, we've got a couple of additional resources for you. First, our course, Teaching the Science of Safety to APPE and IPPE students, will help you identify opportunities for teaching moments and turn student pharmacists into resources for patient safety initiatives. Preceptors often don't feel they have time or the know-how to go about creating an appropriate amount of structure within the experiences they provide for students. In our course, Tools to Facilitate Student Success with Your Learning Experience, you'll have the opportunity to learn and apply a simple quality improvement technique to maintain and enhance your student's learning experience. And finally, take your topic to sessions to the next level through practical ways to revitalize and revamp these learning experiences as part of our course, Topic Discussions to Promote Learner Growth. And don't forget to join the Preceptor Academy within the Pharmacy Network to engage with other preceptors on topics that matter most to you as a teacher and mentor. Check out the show notes for details on all of the resources I've shared today. Thanks again. We'll see you next month on Preceptor Practice.